was going to share with you guys. Would you do me a favor right now? What? You contact right now whoever represents EcoPud and say, I refuse to do an ad until I have your I, copy. I, I, I have. Well, she, who, who is it? Kendra. She, I t even talked to her on Wednesday well, night. What's the problem? She's going to get it for you. What's that mean? Is it today? You don't have an ad today. Well, then don't worry about it today. No. Protest. No. Continue, damn it. She's not over there. <laughs> Are you freaking out? You don't even have an ad today. Because <laughs> these people don't, uh, they don't hop to it. Uh -huh. Chris, can you hear me? When did she become yes. a rep? A while ago. Yes, John. I sent you the timesheet, but I also sent Mary a message just to make sure what she wanted. So if she tells me something different, I'll send you a different timesheet. Got it. Does that make sense? Yep. And it's now it's it should look different, I hope. It should look good as okay. opposed to the old ones. Do you want that Al Gore thing right away, Joe? I don't know when we'll get to it, but we want it. <laughs> what do you mean by we want it? Come on. God. Damn it. <coughs> Chris. What, Kenny? What? Um, no, I'll call you later. Okay. Just keep that one. How will I remember to call you later, though? That's a I'll make a note. I'll call you later. <laughs> Look at I'm going to write Kenny. Or either in the morning when I'm doing my timesheet. It's a timesheet question. Gotcha. Something to brighten your day. Day brightening. You're not. Oh, I think I. No, this is not the person I responded. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> Even though they're not with us anymore, but that's still okay. Did they leave? They they ran through the end of the year. Yeah. Are they coming back? I I think so, but I'm not 100 certain. Uh, garage door. Rise and shine garage door. Should have had them up here. Did you get yours fixed? No. Oh. <laughs> I'm really glad I had them do mine. Four people at the airport oh, today. No. What now, Rook? 
four people at the airport today. <clears throat> just are you the rookie? One was a worker guy. Oh, he loves that. Avid podcast listeners <laughs> daily. And two of them were at the thing, the thousand thing the other night. Uh, it's just good. Nothing to report other than that's good. That you are getting recognized? No, that the show is. Um, and that I'm getting recognized. <laughs> I have an ego. I have an ego, too. Maintain. Yeah, 100%. I met my neighbor on Wednesday uh, at 30 bales. Oh, oh really? really? Yeah. Well, I, I, J Jess had said something because he was out near. He goes, hey, just how, how you doing? <clears throat> nice guy. I generally try to avoid my neighbors. <laughs> do you feel under our neighborhood? It's impossible, though, because do you feel under pressure because we're live that you have to say he's a nice guy? No, not at all. Okay, <laughs> Just making sure. Why can't I save this number? Info. Uh, Oh, Mike had a really good idea yesterday, and I forgot to write it down. What the hell was it? I don't remember. I don't know. He didn't tell me. Yeah, I'm going to take this truck apart. I'm going to have it in a million pieces, and then I'm going to get sick of this project and try to sell it. That sounds like a really bad idea. I don't get these guys. Demolition is easy. They take it apart and then go, oh, no, don't want to do it. I know who knows what you got. Where'd he go? Middle stall. <laughs> if he did, I'm turning the lights off. Kenny, did you like your... Uh, Who'd you do that to the one time in the radio? Dylan's video of you? John Suchet would uh, do it to me all the uh, time. I got that <laughs> if I was video. just taking a leak, you would... You what? I'm sorry. Yeah, I did see that video. Oh, I did it to Royce. You, you didn't like it, did but you? But I turned him back I on. I can tell. You sent it to me. Why are the lights Somebody off in the men's room? I sent it to everybody on the show. Oh, I thought about putting it on social media, but I didn't want you to get mad at me. So I remember one time I was filling um, in for Kenny. Man. And Royce doing the morning show. Royce said, I got it. I'll, I'll be back in a couple. Hang on. Start without me if I'm not back. Oh, hit the bump right. So <clears throat> I'm sitting there. Bernsey's running the board and. Colts, Colts, we come back from break. It breaks what five minutes right. or whatever. Okay, we're awaiting our next guest, and uh, <laughs> and then all of a sudden in the window, you know, because I can see because yes. I'm sitting in Kenny's yeah. spot, you can see the window, and then you just see the the waddle. Here I am. <laughs> Did you start? <clears throat> oh, okay. and, then, and then of course he starts talking before he's actually. All right, so there we are. are yes. Company, we are back. <laughs> <laughs> Only Pat. Oh, shoot. That was funny. 
Oh, funny how? Like I'm a clown? Yeah. Funny? Well, that I amuse you? That happened almost every morning. Oh, it was a routine? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Will you put your headphones on? <laughs> oh, and hey, another thing, Such, you got to stop backing off your microphone. No, I don't want to. Well, <laughs> all right. Then when people say I can't hear Joe via email, I'm going to say, all right. I will not be silenced. Even on even on this show, I do. It? Especially on yeah, because like the other day when when Kenny was here, it was really bad because when when there's multiple, I thought it was bad. Yeah, yeah. when there's especially when Kenny's sitting that close to you, you really got to stay on it. <clears throat> okay, good talk. Got it. <laughs> Didn't we have Rashad Turner on the show? Okay. He has some inter interesting stats about the Minneapolis and St. Paul school districts. Where are you seeing them? From his Twitter account. Oh, then that doesn't count. That sounds boring. I don't do Twitter. <laughs> but it's from Rashad Turner. I don't care. F Twitter. All right. Yes, sir. Whatever you say, boss. Uh, Fratelloni's, I bet I got. Yep. And that's it. Yep. Uh, Kenny. Actually, Kenny, I just need a scoon from you today. That's uh, hurtful, Chris. I'm sorry. Are we in that time of year where uh, advertisers yes. take breaks or yes. whatever? January is always the slowest month of the year. How many years have you been doing this? Right. You have to ask. So when we'd hear the Abe Lincoln PSA about 28 exactly. times an hour. Kenny, I got a new assignment for you. Is there such thing as a mini front-end loader? A bobcat? A yeah. mini bobcat. Yeah, I mean, one. literally mini that would, just me sitting on it and just mm -hmm. immediately in front of me would be a, 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 would, a uh, scoop. You would stand on it, actually. Why don't you just get a four-wheeler with Because a yesterday, what was deposited in front of my driveway took me a long time to get rid of. I had to break it up with a nice pick and then shovel it. And I'm thinking, man, it would have been neat to have a mini front-end loader. They make a tiny one, but they make an even smaller one that you stand on. And those things are uh, they're pretty cool. They work well for moving snow. Wonder how high the uh, bucket would rise. High enough, higher than you. Really? Now, would would uh, who, where would I look for one of these? Tri-state bobcat. Tri -state. Okay. I okay. met those Canada. guys on Wednesday. They're cool, Kenny. Burnsville? How and cool would that Wisconsin. be to have your own bobcat? That'd be cool. If you get one before me, I am going to kill you. <laughs> wow. Do you, do you want the kind you stand on? No, I want a real one. Tracks. I live in the sustainable urban core. I do not. You better get it before it's outlawed. Like gas stoves in San Diego. You saw that, didn't you? San Diego did outlaw them? By 2033. For no reason whatsoever. Oh, it's harmful to the Mother Earth, Joe. It's 12.06. What are we Fratelloni's Hardware and Gardens. <laughs> yeah, and I got it right. Well, one of us wasn't here. When? <laughs> you, you were in the other room. We I were like, where the, the hell did Joe go? It, it, you oh, were right. You were right. Middle See? Stall. <laughs> middle yeah. stall. I was going to kill the lights on you. I did not go to the middle stall. Oh. I had to urinate. Urinate. 
Who's the prick using the middle stall? <laughs> <laughs> you ready, Joe? <clears throat> Fratelloni. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings you Garage Logic Podcast number 1002, January 19th, 2023. 49 degrees on this day in 1921. And 34 degrees on this day, I remember this, 1970. And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore I don't of really Spoon remember Lake. it. It's Garage Logic <laughs> with Chris Reed, Manning you Technology Corner, all the time Kenny later. Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Hyde in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. Look, look it up. up the look up the fire chief of St. Paul. It's Butch uh, Weiniger. Is it Butch Inks? Thompson. I need his name. <laughs> uh, Dino Guerin, who ran for mayor, called me with a great little story. Butch Inks. Butch Inks. He Como kid played hockey. Blah yeah. blah blah. Normal kid. His kid uh, is on the. Uh, Butch's kid is on the snow. Skiing, the skiing team at Como. Hmm. And apparently they have a significant number of kids on that team. They train at Afton, but they haven't been able to get there because Como cannot provide a bus driver. They're short of bus drivers. Wow. So Butch Inks got into this, fire chief of St. Paul, and okay. he went to the school, and he said, well, what do I need to drive the bus? So, well, you got to have a Class B chauffeur's sure. license or whatever. So Butch went and took the test, passed it, came back to school and said, okay, I'll drive him. Doesn't get paid. Doesn't sure. want any money, and uh, uh, that's just kind of an old school way of settling things, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. I thought you were going to say mm-hmm. the school said no because of right. So yeah. that's okay. That's, that's a, an example of pushback. Yeah. Positive Thursday. Yeah. Positive Thursday. Nice, nice start, Joe. Thank what else you. you got? Yeah, well, we can. We, well, I do <laughs> have something that would be along somewhat old style lines. Let's keep the. Because you know what my goal is today. What's that, Joe? Uh, to get out by one thirty so you can write. <laughs> Oh my. Hey, 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 hey. That's not that funny. Because oh, it's so true. It was spot on. No, there are two stories in particular today where I am going to uh, practice some serenity. Oh, uh, I'm going to try nice. the calm approach. What's the old saying? You can catch more with sugar than what? What's that? You can more. catch more mice with the no. second cheese. More no. flies drawn to poop than. Never mind. It's more, okay, bee, get away more bees with, with honey than or something. I don't know. You can pick negative. your friends and you can pick your nose. You know, none you of you keep your enemies closer. You're none of you are enemies. No, what is no. the what is this phrase? What are you looking for? I can look at it. Up. Can, it's not important. You get more with a spoonful of sugar get than than being angry or something. From being angry. Hail the mayor. Hail the mayor. I'm a longtime listener, raised on AM 1500 as a kid, and now an avid listener to the GL podcast as a ray of hope as the dawn of a new tax paid time off is upon us. My 13-year-old niece, raised in a leftist home, started a new job, working at a horse farm to pay off riding lessons. She worked too many hours over the summer for the employer to not put her on the payroll. After excitedly opening the envelope to see her check, she was shocked. She's a smart kid and put two and two together. Her observation and comment to me and or to myself and my husband, her conservative influence was, I'm not saying I'm a Republican, 
but it's not fair that I have to pay taxes. I'm 13. <laughs> the pushback to the left, uh, the pushback to the left to avoid new taxes is going to be slow, like the little observations my niece makes. Do we have time to wait? But who really has time to rally or protest? We are all too busy working to pay Uncle Sam, who thinks he knows best how to spend our money. A thought has been brewing in my mind since the announcement to spend the surplus. Letters and emails to legislatures is great, but we need a wow factor. What if every like-minded business in the state had a giant poster, we want our money back? We, the people of Minnesota, are too busy working to pay uh, your taxes to make it to the state capital. Do not trust your constituents to take care of themselves and be generous to our neighbor. I, everyone who is like-minded can sign their John Hancock on the poster, and then we deliver it to the state legislature and governor on April 18th, the day taxes are due. Uh, the Republican Party is not invited to participate in this statement. They have shown poor judgment and ineptitude to stand up to the left and convey any sense of unity here, here, I find that particularly true at the national level. These pathetic frauds appointed Marjorie Taylor Greene to a Homeland Security post, right. and they put this lying <laughs> son of a gun, George Santos, on committees. You, you P words. You P words. Uh, and then this is Christine Sachs who signs this. Will Minnesotans stand up and take a stance? You know, I doubt that that would work. Uh, why it would work if we had the the pockets, if we had the financing? She, she has a no, good all idea. She wants a poster, signs everywhere. No, I'm taking it to the next level. All I right. want yard signs. I want billboards. I want signs in houses. I want bumper stickers. But who's going to pay for? Well, that's this? a great point. We would need a we need a head of that. We need yeah. someone to to throw that together. Well, let me then continue, let me go right to Serenity. And, and there's one. There's two stories today that compelling me the wish to remain uh, calm. Well, it's, as long as you said that, it's you get more flies with honey than with vinegar. There's your saying. That's a really stupid thing to that say. That really though. is stupid because who wants flies? Yeah. Right. Right. That makes no sense. When I Googled. It's just a, a analogy. I, I'm aware of what it is, John, but it makes no sense. I don't want a fly. <sighs> I don't want yeah. other people around me. That's when what I, it's an analogy for. When I Googled the sentence that you had uttered, you know what the first article that popped up was? Uh, I don't. Seven ways anger is ruining your health. Well, I don't care. Hey, now. <laughs> Nothing I, makes him happier than hate. That's right. <laughs> All right. Let's, let's, let's see if I can catch more flies with honey here than vinegar. Okay. Walls is calling... For $12 billion, presumably from the surplus, Walls is calling for $12 billion in new spending to make Minnesota the best darn state in the country for kids. Hey. This is the budget we've been waiting on. The governor, a former, it says here, a high school teacher. I thought he was only an elementary school teacher. He told educators at a St. Paul elementary school. The governor detailed a big part of his coming budget proposal Tuesday, saying he wants $12 billion. Uh, John, look up what we currently spend on education, please, because okay. this is in addition to. Saying he wants to spend $12 billion in new state funding over the next four years to make Minnesota the best state in the country for kids. That's unmeasurable, isn't it? 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't, what's the, there's no end result on that. Walls's proposal <clears throat> would tap about, oh, he's only going to tap $5.2 billion oh, that's from it. the state's budget surplus in the next two-year budget for a mix of tax credits and extended programs for families and their kids. So where's the other seven going to come the from? The remaining $6.8 billion would come in the following biennium when the state's budget surplus is expected to continue to grow. Oh. Isn't that all the more reason then to uh, take a stronger look at how we're being taxed mm-hmm. if you continue to think these surpluses are going to grow? This is the budget we've been waiting on, Wall said. This is a transformational moment that can happen. And the $12 billion includes new spending on school programs, universal meals, regardless of your parents' income. I understand why you do that. What I don't understand is why the government believes it is responsible for feeding every school child in the state. Now, presumably, you do that to not shame some kids. Certain kids, yeah. sure, absolutely. Yeah. Side note, um, he resumed teaching as a geography teacher and football coach at Mankato West High School. I see. Lower and middle income parents would have better access to child care and preschool. Walls wants to create a new state agency. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, funding, Joe, for K-12 education in Minnesota yeah. totals $14,404,670,000 So now with this, this would push it up to $26 billion. Yeah, Well, that's 14 over what, four years, you said? So you'd only yeah. had three yeah. per year, so $17 billion yeah. per yeah. year, almost so 18. With, with a B. Walls, with a B, yes. Yeah, okay. Walls also wants to create a new state agency the Department of Children, Youth, and Families. It sounds terribly redundant to me. Yes. Which would oversee some aspects of state government now under the purview of the Department of Human Services. Lieutenant Governor Peggy Flanagan said the measures would cut the rate of child poverty in the state by 25%. Uh, I'm Hold reading. on. Hold on. Uh, we don't know that. I'm reading from the... Uh, Pioneer Press. Mm. Growing up in a... Am I close enough to the microphone? You are. Thank you. Growing up in a low-income family, Flanagan called the budget plan something she's been waiting my whole life to roll out. Mm -hmm. Wow. I I don't wish to be uncharitable to Peggy Flanagan, who I believe is a First Nation, Native American. She is. Mm -hmm. Uh, But most people, Peggy what they wait for their whole life is to make it on their own. This quote seems to suggest you've been waiting your whole life for, the, for a government handout. I'm coming up to the calm part. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's my favorite part. Is Walls... Blind to the fact that creating a new state agency goes against the grain of everything most reasonable people would stand for, even in this state? Yes. 
Here's the calm part. Governor, you wish to, uh, over the next few years, you wish to spend an additional $12 billion on families and their kids to make Minnesota the best in the country for kids. Well, uh, A, there is no way to measure that. So that means then there is no way to track the success of the money. And B, you owe us, I believe, in a gesture of goodwill, you owe us an explanation for how you have come to the conclusion that money equals success in education. For there is no study that I'm aware of, and sir, if you have one, I would love you to point it out. There is no study linking money spent to academic achievement. In fact, our basic scores continue to decline. For all you've done, all you Democrats have done over the years, we were on to this 25 years ago in the radio, we hear every single year we must spend more on education. And with every passing year, the schools have only declined. The threats of violence have only increased. The uh, I'll stick to my calmness. Mm-hmm. There you go. You caught yourself. Governor, the people of Minnesota are entirely reasonable and having you explain to the, us why and how you think this will work. Because, and I say this calmly, it won't, it never has before. And what do you do when you exhaust the $24 billion you intend to spend? Must that become $48 billion to result in the same result? It's a great question. Where are we going here, sir? Yep. <clears throat> yeah, you in the back. Former guest of Garage Logic. Yeah. And former school teacher, I believe, in the St. Paul public school system, mm-hmm. Rashad Turner, mm-hmm. tweeted this yesterday. Mm-hmm. The Minneapolis and St. Paul school districts spend over $18,000 per student. What do we get for those dollars? Question mark. Minneapolis public schools, 80 of black students can't read at grade level. Mm -hmm. 80% of Hispanic students can't read at grade level. 78% of American Indian students can't read at grade level. I need help here. 80% of FRL students can't read at grade level. And 10% of students drop out. That's just Minneapolis. St. Paul, it's very similar. 80% of black, 70% of Hispanic, 72% of American Indian and uh, FRL students. And the question to ask is, how will spending an additional $12 billion remedy that? And the answer is, it can't and it won't. Including enrollment numbers continue to plummet. FRL is free or reduced price lunch. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, thank you, Johnny. For real? I have nowhere to go with this because I'm at the end of the road. Uh, We're held captive by a corrupted ideology, uh, by people who believe they're entitled to take our money. 
and unfortunately wasted. Uh, the people who need to be turned around or at least have their eyes open are the people who live in Liberal Lakes, Euphoria, and Diversityville. Think what you want about life. People in Liberal Lakes, Euphoria, and Diversityville have your own worldview, uh, and which may very well be different than a GLers, but nevertheless certainly entitled to it. But how can you, with any degree of rationality, agree that spending $12 billion more on top of $14 billion already spent will make uh, this the best kid for states, a best state for kids in the country? Uh, you have to be serious with yourselves, and you have to wonder, what can that possibly mean how can that possibly me be measured? And if it can't be measured, then it it's a failure. If it can't be measured, then you are subjected to a future of this continuing B as in B. 82%. That That's startling to me. How do you change that? Yeah. How do you change, do you change that? Well, that's that's got to be changed by people who uh, are going to decide to take parenting seriously. Mm -hmm. So you're probably generations away from that. I mean, you've got a shooting the other month at the Mall of America. The guy shoots somebody in the head. His mom drove him to Georgia. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, you you're you you've got parents that have uh, squandered their opportunity to get little Johnny to read. They've squandered it, and I don't know how many generations. And this shouldn't be an indictment of teachers. No, I don't think shouldn't. a teacher wakes up in the morning and and can't wait to get to school to make sure some kid cannot. But the read. teacher can be as well intended as possible, work as hard as they possibly can. If there's no support under the child's own roof, they've got no shot. And that's why spending this money is so foolhardy. It can't result in correcting. An 82% well, reading now. deficiency. What? It never has. No. That's the point. Yep. It never has. But the Minnesota Education Union is terribly powerful. Walls is indebted to them. And he's rewarding them. And he's rewarding them, not anyone involved in the schools. I mean, not any family or child. He's rewarding the union. Hmm. The head of whom, the head of which in Minneapolis wants to fight capitalism. Yeah. Mm. So. We started positive. Pardon? I said we started positive. I'm remaining calm <laughs> uh, because there's really no point in being angry. There's this fellow, uh, Walls, uh, has shown time and again that he's. Not willing to listen to either anger or reason. Well, that's good because according to EverydayHealth.com, an angry outburst puts your heart at great risk. My <laughs> blood pressure is fine. Okay, mm -hmm. good, good. Uh, so did you insinuate that some of this money he wants is going to the union? Uh, and uh, and the, the union leader? No, I'm not is, insinuating that uh, at all. I'm insinuating that that this is his payback for their support. Yeah, I'll throw $12 billion more at education. He's not putting it in the pocket of any specific union person. I don't mean that at all. 
I was really hoping you did. Well, I don't. <laughs> uh, it's just, again, it's new spending on multiple school programs, including general operations, special ed, universal meals, mental health services. Lower and middle income parents would have better access to child care and preschool and be eligible for tax credits to offset those costs and other expenses. But most insidiously and most regrettably, Walls wants to create a new state agency, the Department of Children, Youth, and Families. I can't help but feel that he's sticking it to the public with that. He's sticking it to people who know perfectly well that that's foolhardy. Mm-hmm. And he said, I don't care. Look what I, I'm on my second term. I'm going to retire and get about five pensions and live like a king. Uh, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to leave you with another bureaucracy. The, the, the governor, Governor Walls, you must know, you must understand, I'm convinced you do, that that's meaningless, that it cannot result in what you apparently believe it can result in, and it can't. Sir, I offer you the chance again. Come on this show, present the evidence that money spent transforms academic achievement. Please. I won't say a word. You may have the whole time. Not going to do it. You'll just let us talk. <clears throat> we'll be back shortly. Oh, okay. Look at all the flies. I'm surrounded by flies. Did you catch them with vinegar or honey? You turn a turtle on its shell, but you can't. Well, flip what, it over. where where are we what? supposed to take this? Everything I said is pretty much the truth. But the problem is, who's going to stop any of this? It's going <coughs> to. I mean, for the next two years, this is what we're going to be dealing with. So, way to go! <laughs> way to go! And yep. don't you get the feeling sometimes that this whole thing is just going to spin apart and fall apart? I mean, I mean the country. As soon as they find out about the aliens, it will. Yeah. <laughs> the problem is What's I don't trust anyone who's in charge of the money. Nope. Whether they're Republican or Democrat or Minnesota or Washington, D.C., there's no... Who do you look to and say... Yeah. Oh, I feel so relieved that so-and-so will have a say in this. I, there's, I don't have any so-and-sos. Only the ones that both parties are phasing out. Those are the ones I've always trusted. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, okay, yeah, can't have him. Can't have her. Uh, Oh no, did I get rid of that? I did. Da, 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 da. All right, well, tough, you know what? Let's Bounce. Go. Let's go. Hang tight there, cowboy. I need a little thingy here. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, how are you? <laughs> Joe, are you ready? Yeah. Let's do it. Uh, nobody has an ad, so you can just jump yeah. right back in. Yeah. Okay, I'm rolling. This guy wears many hats, just not indoors. Joe Souchere. This is from the center of the American experiment. Governor Walls knows monetary inputs will not miraculously produce better results for Minnesota students, but today's announcement, the $12 billion deal, is not about students. It's about adults, specifically putting more money into a broken system without asking for proven reforms will reward the teachers union for their support in his re-election campaign at the expense of students. I think I can back up the expense of students. I'm not allowed to do the math. Uh, I'll only trust uh, John Hyde on this one. Oh, Ooh. God. That hurt. The, perp, the uh, This is back yeah. to the story of Wall's announcement of the money he wants to spend. The per-pupil funding formula, which now costs $7.4 billion annually, that's out of the $14 billion, would increase by 4% next year and 2% the following year for a total of $717 million. <clears throat> So what percentage of $7.4 billion, uh, the $7.4 yeah. annually will rise to what under the Wall's proposal? He's proposing 12 point something new billion. Over what span? Two uh, years, you said? Over uh, what or span? Four. four years, right? Four years. Four years. Four years so that's so what, $3 billion more a year? Yep. Yeah. So let's say the uh, so the student funding formula will then be ten point four billion annually. All right, you got okay. that. Yeah. What sure. percentage? What percentage of ten point four billion is seven hundred and seventeen million? Uh, okay. Okay. Wait. Oh, what God. Yeah. Huh? Give me the number again. What percentage of seven point four billion is seven hundred and seventeen million? Hold on. Because the preponderance... 770, you said, right? 717. 717. Because the preponderance of the money is not going to a student. 14.5%. 14.5% of what he wishes to spend goes to students. So that means 85%... Is going elsewhere. Hmm. We getting ripped off. Ah, it's just it's just money, Joe. Why do you hate kids? Yeah. No, the the sad realization is that I love kids and I fear for them mightily. Now you can say, you know what, our dad said the same thing back in 1950. Right. Now oh, the world's going to hell. Blah blah. Uh, no. No, these aren't the Democrats of 1950. These aren't the Republicans yeah, of 1950. <laughs> these are crackpot people. These are people who come to the legislature with a burning desire to make sure the public pays for tampons. <laughs> for men. For men. 
And most mm-hmm. of them just want to be famous. They Man, don't really right. want to, they don't want to make law or anything. That's exactly right, John. They, they, they don't want to serve the public. They just want to be reality stars. Let mm-hmm. me get her out of the way briefly. This is, uh, we're talking about Feist, Sandra yeah. Feist. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. She introduced the menstrual equity bill. Mm-hmm. We right. talked about it yesterday. Hold on a second. In fact, all those fathers who said the world are going to hell in 1950, they're now revolving in their tombs. Right. <laughs> because they were right. <laughs> Sandra Feist introduced the menstrual equity bill, which is aimed at providing all students with access to menstrual products. Okay, I, we talked about this yesterday. No need to uh, continue it, but I do have a question. What's your question? Why do we have to pay for somebody's <clears throat> menstrual product? Uh, are, I, we, are we providing them soap and toothpaste? Well, what, why you're providing is this, them soap and toilet paper. Why is this my responsibility? Serious question. Why am I paying for menstrual products, not to mention why should I be paying for them for men? Or as we deduced yesterday, yeah. probably trans people. Mm. Why is that my responsibility? And if you're going to pay for private toiletries... What else, what's going to be introduced three years from now by the likes of this ideologically corrupted Sandra Feist? Yeah, because you've already gone down the road. So You're calling this one the menstrual equity bill. When are you going to have what? Uh, I don't, can't even think of anything to compare it to. Well, the argument for the free tampons is that these girls get caught off guard. They don't have any. That's their girls. problem. Didn't plan for it. That's tough. And they're giving away soap and toilet paper, so this is a bathroom item, so they want to give this away, yeah, too. Yeah, but usually they were what, purchased. When are we going to have the Ocular Equity Act, that everyone should have access and the government should pay for you to see an eye doctor and have glasses? Oh, that'd be helpful. I'd like a little, hey, hang on a minute. But you guys wouldn't go to the eye doctor because you just buy cheaters. Anyway. I don't know if that's right. a good analogy. I, I, well, I'm then not you come seeing... up with a better one. Well, there isn't one. There or are braces I, on your teeth. I mean, it's a body function thing. So uh, are sight. Yeah. But it, well, I, I think I know where Kenny's going. Maybe it could it could well, be, I, lead to can... a weird situation if if. Well, if you started menstruating during an eye exam? Yeah, that would be well, a situation. Eye exam? <laughs> well, that was just, that was plainly spelled out in the initial article, Such, so yeah. So they're wadding, you know, do you want to get graphic no, about I don't. this or not? No, I don't. I don't at all. Well, you, you know, it's... No, I'll, I'll just stick with this, Kenny. I don't want to pay for it. Okay. Joe, you're not getting many flies by with using that tone of voice. Well, that's that's it. More I did vinegar. Ro- My voice did rise. Yeah, yeah vinegar yes, came out of your mouth. In fact, uh, the second thing on this list is anger can up your stroke risk. <laughs> I don't care. Um, there was a term that I had not heard before based on our conversation about this yesterday. Mm-hmm. Are you guys familiar with the term period poverty? I'm not. No. No. I don't like where that's period going. Period poverty doesn't just affect women. Two-spirits, trans men, non-binary people, and genderqueer people can all have periods. And arguably, period poverty may be higher in these populations. Here's why. You ever seen a tampon dispenser, a box of free tampons, Turn and a men's bathroom? Turn it off. <laughs> Is that her? No. no. This was somebody else. This oh, was some other psycho. Might as well have been her. Yikes. Period poverty. Yeah. 
There's a lot going on out there, Joe. Well, Kenny, that brings me back to my point. If, if you're going to, and these idiots that we've elected, they'd, they'd adopt period poverty. I just don't what see else what wouldn't the, they adopt? I don't see what the big deal is giving the girls some tampons and pads. Because you don't see the next step. Well, if yeah, there's but, if there has to be equity in menstrual products, then what shouldn't there be equity in? Well, I'm just thinking of bathroom items. Okay, and these poor then girls walking around without the proper. Okay, you're confident that this will be limited to the bathroom. That's fine. I, I'm, I'm, not, I'm rooting for you. No, no, you're you're turning my point of view into a political thing. That's this whole thing is political. Yeah, but isn't she advocating I for... I never went to a school that wasn't all boys, so none of this has any effect on me. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think at, at Hill, they probably it. had female restrooms for... No, they didn't. They did not just have sink well, There might have been one or two. At Creighton, we had, we had both. Yeah, but you were there when it was co-ed. No. That explains oh, your whole... The last, uh, yeah. Your whole misogynist persona, that kind of explains <laughs> it really does yeah, it at all. Yeah. Uh, well, let me let me just I would not deny a girl what she needs to get through. Yes, but she's advocating to put these in men's rooms. But I obviously disagree with that. That's foolish and childish and stupid and okay. lame. Let Isn't me, that the distinction in the argument? She wants to put them in men's rooms. Okay, there's a couple of ways to look at this. One, when you I, when you have to look at this silliness, is it any surprise that Walls will get away with creating a new department of children and happy thoughts? Two, the only point I'm trying to make, and I don't want to deprive any female of, of protection, the only point that I'm making, I'm not trying to make it, I've made it. I've made it successfully for years because you can see the evidence. If you're going to provide all of these... Uh, toiletries for men and women, then I guarantee you there's a next step. What won't you be providing public money for? Hmm. That's all I'm saying. It'll happen. It'll happen as sure as the moon comes out yesterday. Happy oh. birthday, dear Alan. <laughs> That's no great leap. That's how life works. Yeah, but it's, it's, it, it works fine privately. Hmm. When it works publicly, you're paying for it. And nobody bitches about taxes more than you do. Yeah. Well, I don't. Okay, care maybe about that. me. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> do you want to take a break and come back with John? Actually, I, I wanted to ask, what was he trying? Who was he trying to wish? Happy I can't birthday remember. To? It was uh, Kareem. Happy birthday, no, Andrea. 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 Okay. And he was trying to say Andrea. Yeah. And it came out Lally. He wasn't trying to say anything. He just forgot. <laughs> hey, there Let's go is. here. Oh, you want to take a break? Oh, okay. Eat girls, don't you? That's not the point, you moron. Well, you were saying it over and over again. I'm not going to let it go. Well, let it go. Let it go. Let it go. Oh, that was weird. Yep. That, that was weird. I, I don't know. Back in my day, Rook, yeah. would Archbishop Murray have had those supplies in the women's room? That was an all-girls school. Yes. For all I Arch... know, they did. Well, I don't know. Uh, I, see, 
they you could purchase. I, I don't think they were made available. You had a separate container that they got to put them in. Huh. Uh, but anywhere else, they were always for sale, weren't they? I, I guess I don't know enough well, about you went to the snack bar? And what did they usually charge no, you? Yeah. No, you had your coins, because I would just say, how come, do you guys have video games? How come you guys have quarters in there? What's going on? Yeah. In Besides, there. the archbishop probably wanted to have more stuff in school for the little boys. Wow. 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 Whoa. Not Johnny Roach. Johnny. Well, uh, Not Reverend Roach. I believe the archbishop at the time... Uh, the school was named for was Murray, and I don't believe he's in, been indicted on any perp walks. Nor was Creighton. Uh, whoops, sorry. Uh, <laughs> it's a no. real ugly turn there. Nor was Roach. <laughs> sorry, couldn't help it. John, Roach's problem John, was John, women. Yes, Chris. John, you're a bastard. Well, I, you know, Chris, I mean, history, you know, kind of is behind me there. I, You know. Uh, ready? Here's what? what Tim said. Tim who? Tim Bloom. Oh. Yeah, I'm not doing the ad today. Okay, what did he say? What did he say? <laughs> Come on, tell me quick. Let's go. Tell me, tell me now. Final month of our scooter and electric bike, end of season, sale, lowest price of the year, plus free storage until spring. Okay. Let's go here. Well. Oh, Rook must be Rook must be blowing his nose, huh? When you are in hurry up and wait mode, you are really on fire. I have forty three minutes of news, so let's do it all. Do you really? No, just kidding. Because we got to get to John Kerry in Davos. What John do now? We have to get to Al Al Gore in Davos, Switzerland. Do you want me to do it during the news? No. Oh, yeah. Should we do? Should we do Kerry and then go to John? Yeah. Yeah, that'd be How many good. daughters and right. granddaughters do you have and nieces? Man, you're a, you're a real hater of women. No, you're a complete moron just, who doesn't understand the larger point. See, I'm 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 with Kenny on this one, Joe. Sorry, yeah, I don't right. want to see a 13-year-old running around school with yeah, a period going. Geez, I don't them, I don't know ugh, what happened. Gross. Give them what they need. Well, Never. men too, because men can menstruate. No, <laughs> no, they experience period poverty. Yeah. Well, we're all going to have period poverty in this state. Boy, this is really frustrating. I would like to liquidate. I'm going to need all that. Joe, are you ready? I'll say. I'm going to do an ad here. (laughs) Rolling. Okay. Truth, justice, and the suture. I bet you wish you had gone to Fratelloni's and got your slush buster this morning. Yeah, you know what it's going to do? It's going to bust some slush on a day like today. Busted. Have you busted slush yet, Rook? I have not busted slush yet. You got to get a slush buster. You really do. Uh, They're available at any one of the 21 Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores locations. Also available at Welna Ace Hardware in Robbinsdale. Amazon, you can order it, but just go to their website, slushbuster.us. One of the best inventions we've had in some time here in Garage Logic. And Dave Pounds is the inventor right here, Burnsville, Minnesota. That's where the slush buster was invented, and he's a loyal GLer. And he got tired of all that corrosive slush rusting out his cars and also damaging, you know, some of that interior or the exterior of your vehicle. So Go online, slushbuster.us. Get that slush buster for you, for maybe for Do somebody it. as a gift, what have you. Uh, go go get that slush buster today. And you know what? You still got a lot of... What have you? 
<laughs> you know what? What have you? I was trying to pull up my copy as I was trying I to knew talk. It was a verbal crutch. You know, it was one of those odd yes. segues Rick. and such. But uh, anyway, uh, Dave's a loyal GLer, so support him and support the Slush Buster. Please place your order online and tell them that you heard about him here on the Garage Logic podcast. Uh, and such. And such. <laughs> These phonies in Davos, Switzerland. Who, oh crap! There's no airport in Davos. They fly to about two and a half hours away in their private jets, and they get helicoptered to Davos. Ah. Then they get in Escalades and are driven to the uh, they, to the um, hotel. Only electric Escalades. No, and and they're all phonies, and they. Al Gore gave him a little Elmer Gantry. Jordy said he went Elmer Gantry on him. Okay. And, and Kelsey, Who's Elmer Gantry? Kelsey was sent me something and oh, gave boy. me the... Uh, don't. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus. Okay, you guys, you have to understand... Don't, no, that. don't even bother explaining to him. <laughs> Look it up. Just, just let it go. Jesus Elmer Christ. Fudd. Gantry. Elmer <laughs> Fudd. Al Gore went Elmer Gantry on these people. At the World Economic Forum. And he actually said that they were a select group of human beings. Brought together, brought together. This is John Kerry, I'm sorry, not Gore. I'll get to Gore in a moment. This is uh, the climate czar, John Kerry, who said, We are a select group of human beings brought together by an extraterrestrial force to save the planet. Wow. When you stop to think about it, it's pretty extraordinary that we that we select group of human beings because of whatever touched us at some point in our lives are able to sit in a room and come together and actually talk about saving the planet, Kerry hmm. said. He's a megalomaniac. Uh, he thanked the president of the World Economic Forum for getting him the best room I've had here in 35 years. <laughs> According to the Daily Mail, according to the Daily Mail, over the last 15 months, Kerry flew more than 180,000 miles on flights that emitted more than 9.5 million pounds of carbon, roughly 300 times the average American. That's according to a Washington Free Beacon analysis. But he also married that uh, heiress, didn't he? The Heinz woman, Teresa. Teresa Heinz. And she's got a fortune. They got planes. They can get anywhere they want. Well, also speaking in Davos was Al Gore, hmm. who went nuts. It sounds like they're all going nuts. Yeah. You ready for that, Chrissy? Yeah. You want it right now? Yeah. Of the land and creating the droughts and melting the ice and raising the sea level and causing these waves of climate refugees predicted to reach one billion in this century. Look at the xenophobia and political authoritarian trends that have come from just a few million refugees. What about a billion? We would lose our capacity for self-governance on this world. We have to act. So in answer to your question, I would say, we have to have a sense of urgency much greater than we have yet had, and we need have had, and we need to make some changes of the land and creating the droughts. Jesus, I'm stop I'm, that! I'm seriously gonna leave. Uh, Aren't you kidding? My emails. <laughs> Can't you turn it off? Why won't you answer my emails? Stop. <clears throat> That's uh, it's not Reaver's fault. He's getting emails. He. There must be a way, given the fact that we we have technology and stuff and stuff. Uh, there must be a way to stop that noise. 
There is. Do you know what it is? Yes. Yeah. Close your email program. It's not That's like, a good point. It's, during it's, during it's while not. you're playing the Gore audio, for example, can you turn off email? It's not my email, gentlemen. What is it? It's a it's a big giant batch of don't effing worry about it. Right. No, I am worried about it because no. it's ruining the show. It was a, a different program. It's off now. So. A different program. Would you, would you like to hear the Al Gore soundbite again without interruption? Because <laughs> I could play it again because I shut it off. Wait a minute. It was your fault then. You had it on. <laughs> Do you want the explanation? There's a recording mechanism that I use on this computer Pretty that records good. the show Thank you. every single day. And then when I save the show... It captures that because I have to even out all of the levels because people bitch because Kenny's mic is too hot, John's mic is too low, and we're in the studio. I understand. Sometimes if I don't mute that at the beginning of the show, it will send feedback just like it did there because I was playing a separate piece of audio from the same computer. Giving you a bit of a report. Right. I understand. Notifying me that I'm playing some. Thank you, sir. land and creating the droughts and melting the ice and raising the sea level and causing these waves of climate refugees predicted to reach one billion in this century. Look at the xenophobia and political authoritarian trends that have come from just a few million refugees. What about a billion? We would lose our capacity for self-governance on this world. We have to act. So in answer to your question, I would say we have to have a sense of urgency much greater than we have yet had, and we need have had, and we need to huh? make some change. Wow. Where's the boiling oceans? And I thought he's, we were going to hear him say the yeah, words boiling he's oceans. And he's completely he's insane. insane. I think he's mentally ill. That's how ill. he started was with boiling oceans. That's oh, somewhere. I didn't hear that part. It's because yeah. we, yeah, we had some more sound bites. <laughs> well, the likes of Al Gore, again are going to get away with this until they don't. What we have to hope for is that there is an until they don't. Because he is certifiably crazy. Yes. So is Kerry. Kerry to the point where he believes he's been touched at some moment in his life, perhaps by a, an Jeez. extra terrestrial force. Maybe Kerry will be on Aliens, can he? Maybe he is an alien. Maybe he is an alien. Uh, Released by... Yeah. Mm -hmm. Al started again. I I needed to cut him off. But to to blame xenophobia on climate change, that's a leap, man. Well, what can Gore's endgame possibly be? He's already enriched himself through this scam. So what... What is he up to? He's got to pay it forward to the next generation of hacks. He and he and John Kerry lead lives that only nine tenths of nine tenths of one percent of all people on Earth lead. Uh, how can they possibly be be lecturing us? They're uh, miraculously still on the third rail. Yeah, they managed to hold on. Yeah. But these frauds get together in Davos, and they're going to they're going to plot our future because they know best. And uh, I see where Governor, not Governor, I wish, I see where President Biden is going to view uh, going to California and view the flood damage. Sure. Mm-hmm. And you know that from that will come his boilerplate uh, 
meanderings about climate change. I just hope that someone covering that in California, and I, I really fear that this will not happen. Will any network television reporter covering that? Will anyone from the Los Angeles Times covering the presidential visit? Will anyone bring up the 45-day storm and flood in 1861? I bet not. From 1861 <clears throat> to late January of 1862. You're assuming they know about it or even care about yeah. it. <laughs> well, I guess that's my point. I, I don't think they're taking any of that context into consideration. No. These, these episodes of terrible weather in California fit the agenda too neatly. Did you, and and they, they don't understand that this is cyclical and it's happened. Although I will notice this. There's been not many paragraphs lately. I think many Californians are shutting up and damn happy the reservoirs are full again. Right. Did you see the Daily Mail's piece on Al Gore today? I didn't read it, of course, but I know it was Basically explaining there. how he has turned this climate activism nonsense into a... $330 million empire. Oh, yeah. He's, oh, benefited, sure. he's benefited tremendously from, from this. He's selling carbon offsets. He's Elmer Gantry. Yeah. Good old Elmer. Did you look him up? <laughs> I did. It's a nice that book. That was the Sinclair Lewis book, right? Elmer Gantry was drunk. Yeah. That's the yeah. first line, isn't it? Yep. Yeah. Lewis finished the book while mending a broken leg on Jackfish Island in Rainy Lake, Minnesota. Yes. Hmm. You now know more about Elmer Gantry than I do. No, I don't. I didn't read the book. You could use the Music Man as a as a template for what they're doing. Well, everybody has no comment about Gore, so let's move on and have John Heights news. <laughs> Hi, Johnny. All I know is you went nuts. He's nuts. He sounded Who's pretty nuts? nuts. Pretty nuts. Yeah, he really. He didn't sound like the old. Al Gore, did he? He sounded no. different. He sounded demented. Thicker. Yeah. He makes $2 million it, a month. It sounded like firm. he huh. just snarfed up a big fat rail of blow. That's <laughs> yeah. what it sounded like. Just came out of the men's room. and uh, We got to score some more. We're almost out. Four years after losing to George <laughs> W. Bush in 2000, Gore set up Generation Investment Management with former Goldman Sachs managing director and close friend David Blood. The mission statement of the investment firm where Gore collects $2 million in a monthly salary is to back companies that are making strides toward going green. The firm is worth around $36 billion. Oof. Well, he's done Yikes. well. Yeah. He's done well. You want to take a break or just go to John? Let's just go to John. Johnny Height Newscast. Thank you, Joe. The saga of St. Paul streets continues. The city of St. Paul has now canceled north-south residential plowing operations for today and tomorrow because of the snow we're getting. Wow. Well, wouldn't that be a reason to do it? Right. Keep uh, this, going there, guys. This announcement comes after two days of not quite hitting plowing goals. The city plowed Tuesday two-thirds of its planned east-west routes, and Wednesday the city plowed 85% of its planned east-west routes. Uh, the city said there were some streets that saw a noticeable difference with the plowing efforts and others that didn't see much of an improvement due to hardened ice pack that was challenging the move. All of that came last night from the city in an update at 6 p.m. This is right up there with uh, outward bound classes canceled, too cold. Right, right. <laughs> snow plowing canceled. It's snowing. It's too much snow. <laughs> 
Speaking of St. Paul, Grand Old Day is coming back. It'll return Yay! this this really? summer. One day. No, street you get fa- you get arrested if you're over thirty and you go to Grand Old Days. Yeah. you should get arrested. You're, you're just cre- put in jail. Creepy factors. Just put in jail. Yeah. The One Day Street Festival is set for Sunday, June 4th. This will be the first time the event will happen since 2019. It was canceled due to the pandemic in 2020. It was supposed to come back in 2021, but it was later canceled by the organizers who also preemptively canceled the 2022 event as well. Police in Kentucky have arrested a savage Minnesota couple accused of kidnapping their seven-week-old infant amid an investigation into possible child abuse. According to an arrest warrant, the parents, 28-year-old Zachariah Whitehead and 29-year-old Amanda Womack, brought their child to a hospital emergency room in Scott County with a fractured arm on Thursday. They said the child was wiggly and that the injury might have happened while changing clothes. Hospital staff reported the injury to Scott County Child Protection, who wanted the baby placed in the care of a family member while they conducted tests and interviews to figure out how the child got hurt. Whitehead and Womack allegedly protested and were very upset at the prospect of their baby being placed in someone else's care. They also told authorities they were sovereign citizens who disagreed with the law. Regardless, the child's grandmother assumed care of the baby, and the parents were barred from staying at the grandmom's home. But this past Tuesday, Child Protection notified the Savage Police Department that the grandmother, Whitehead, and Womack were not answering phones Police visited the grandmother's home and found out the parents had left with the child on Monday and that the grandmother had, quote, rescinded her role as caregiver. She did not agree with it. Using cell phone data, they were tracked to Lexington, Kentucky. Local law enforcement, upon getting a tip from the Savage Police Department, confirmed the couple was inside a home. They refused to come outside. A crisis negotiation team was brought in to coax them out. That lasted about six hours before they finally came out. The venue was recovered safely and is in protective custody, according to police. Star Star Tribune reporting crime reports related to Metro Transit's trains and buses increased by 54% in 2022 over the number of the previous year. Narcotics and weapons complaints soared by 182% and 145%, respectively, and liquor law violations rose by 92%. Metro Transit Interim Police Chief Rick Great says this is still very much a learning experience for us and called it eye-opening. The data shared with members of the Met Council's Committee of the Whole reinforced the argument that Metro Transit's crime-fighting efforts are more of a long-term endeavor than a quick fix, but officials said they were confident the action plan they adopted last summer can ensure the safety of public transportation in the Twin Cities. That has to impact Twins' attendance. It yes. does. Yes. Think about this, too. Two things that should also stand out about what the story that John just read. Mm-hmm. A lot of the crime that goes on, especially on light rail, oftentimes goes unreported. Yep. And the second thing is, while uh, the crime figures were up basically double, r- ridership is down significantly. So that's just how bad it yeah. is. In other words, you're saying even with fewer people on the train, the crime is the crime is increasing. Yes. Because the people on the trains are of a criminal element. And sometimes when someone either gets pickpocketed or whatever, they're just like, well, to hell with it. They don't even report it. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's a nice little program you got there, Joe. That's not mine. 
Nearly a week after a fatal shooting at a Minneapolis homeless encampment, officials have cleared the area out. A spokesperson for the Minnesota Department of Transportation confirming that it, with the help from Minneapolis, Metro Transit, and Minnesota State Patrol, cleared out the encampment in the city's Cedar Riverside neighborhood. The department said the spot had become what they called a critical safety concern following the shooting last week. Just before 6.30 a.m. last Thursday, police were called to the area, found an unconscious man suffering from a gunshot wound. Officers rendered aid until the man was taken to a hospital where he was later died. He was identified as 27-year-old Adnan Muhammad Ali. State officials had confirmed their plans to shut down the camp last week, but didn't provide a timeline. MnDOT said it worked with local officials to provide support and alternatives for people at the site and added that service providers and organizations have made regular visits there over the past several weeks to share information about shelters. Did I uh, finish up my uh, Booker Hodges thoughts yesterday? Remember we uh, talked you about Booker, the but I don't know that you fit. I don't know police chief of Bloomington, a straight talker. Did I did I say on the air that uh, what I was thinking? Yes. That he he says the things I wish Melvin Carter would say. Did I say it on the air? No, you, you said, said it now. Here. You said it now. So, yeah. Well, I keep going back to that one incident when Melvin UPS. was first elected, and there was a teenage girl yep. acting like a two-year-old in a what a telephone store mm-hmm. uh, on Hamlin and University. Yes, and mm-hmm. she was carrying on something fierce, and the police came in, and we all saw the video. The police handled it as correctly as they could possibly handle it. And the first thing Carter did was condemn the police. Right. Yeah. And I, it was my fond hope that that a, that that wouldn't have happened and B that he would have taken the girl by her earlobe and dragged her to her parents' house, knocked on the door and said, are you really going to put up with this kind of behavior from your daughter? And that I, I just can't help but feel that would have gone such a long way into opening people's eyes. And I guess that's what I feel about Booker Hodges, that he wouldn't that he would have done that because yeah. he keeps talking about you. You gangbangers are nuts. you got to be better than this. You're crazy. And he's not blaming. Of course, he is a policeman. Uh, but that, that was how I wanted to finish my thought on uh, Booker Hodges. Did they ever get back to you? Mm-mm. I'll call. Him. OK. The countdown toward a possible U.S. government default began today with Treasury implementing accounting measures as a stopgap while friction between President Biden and House Republicans raises alarms about whether the U.S. can sidestep the potential economic crisis. The Treasury Department said in a letter to congressional leaders it started taking what it's calling extraordinary measures as the government has run up against its legal borrowing capacity of $31.38 trillion. An artificially imposed cap, the debt ceiling, has been increased roughly 80 times since the 1960s. President Biden and House Majority Leader Kevin McCarthy have several months to reach agreement as the department imposes those measures to keep the government operating until at least June. But years of intensifying partisan hostility have led to a conflicting set of demands that jeopardize the ability of the lawmakers to work together on one of their, uh, if you'll pardon my editorializing here, uh, main duties. The debt ceiling has continued to rise in the past eight years by almost $8 trillion under President Trump, with the GOP tax cut causing about $3 trillion of that. Economists say legislation passed so far during the Biden administration should add about $4.8 trillion to the debt ceiling in the next eight years. Hmm. Wait, Meanwhile, wait a minute. Read that last sentence again, Judge. Wow. Which, which part? Uh, 
by almost $8 trillion under President Trump with the GOP tax cut causing about $3 trillion of that. Economists say legislation passed so far during the Biden administration should add about four point eight to the debt ceiling in the next eight years. Uh, you know what this is the equivalent wow. of, gentlemen? Your kid's off at college. You give them a credit card. Hey, uh, this is for emergencies. You know, just be, be smart, be safe, blah, blah, blah. Uh, hey, Dad, I, I I rang up about nine grand on this card. Can you increase my limit? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Go ahead. That's exactly what this is. Well, it's not only exactly like it is, but we're talking off the air. I, I look around and I find no one from either party who I trust to get a handle on this. Uh, it seems like it's all going to fly apart at any moment. You can't have debt like this. I mean, at some point, we're going to need Jack Prescott to come in here and declare bankruptcy. The Republicans, to me, are as much of a disappointment as the Democrats. Appointing these fruitcakes to committees like Marjorie Taylor Greene and that lying... Uh, Santos. Uh, Santos. There's no excuse uh, for that. They're not just, helping. Just well, what's sad is uh, that story about the debt basically is controlled by those 20 legislators mm-hmm. uh, because they, they told McCarthy, yeah, we'll get you elected House Speaker if you let us deal with this. So that's going to be a knockdown. Well, they're not right trustworthy up. people. No, it's going to wow. be horrible. Did you know, according to everydayhealth.com, number four on this list, that anger problems can make your anxiety worse? I don't have any. This show did uh, start out positive at one we point. We did. We did. At least a minute and a half, we were positive. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, one of the other things that uh, apparently. You know that positive Thursday show? You can take that and put it where the sun goes. <laughs> wow. Well, I guess wow. that took care of that. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, you Mike. Are bitter, bitter man. Yeah. <laughs> The uh, other part of the uh, thing here, uh, his promises, uh, <laughs> Kevin McCarthy, uh, he uh, promised them they'd get a vote on a jumbo-sized national sales tax to get yep. rid of income tax, which I, I don't know how that would work, but apparently it'd be up to a 30% national Jeez. sales tax. on Well, they, poor people cannot afford that. Yeah, well, and that's... And I can't afford it. They're getting pushback from Republicans on this, even though it's the Republicans that are proposing the idea. Uh, It's already being attacked by Democrats, too, obviously. And Grover Norquist, the dean of D.C. anti-tax activists, said it's a political gift to Biden and the Democrats if they move forward to that. Uh, With that, excuse me, uh, this idea was it's called a fair tax. It would replace the current IRS code with a single sales tax. It was popularized on conservative talk radio back in the late 1990s. It's kicked around Washington ever since then, popping up in an occasional <laughs> presidential platform, but never got a vote. But now, apparently, uh, as uh, one of the uh, parts of his becoming deal, his deal to become House Speaker, Kevin McCarthy promised the party's conservative hardliners that they would take a vote on it. So Is it true that the inca- uh, income tax started as a means to pay for the Civil War? I don't know that. I'm believe, on it. I believe that's how it started. Okay. Microsoft became the latest addition yesterday to a growing list of big tech companies who have announced plans to lay off employees. They'll lay off 10,000 workers, according to Satya Nadella, Microsoft's chief executive. Uh, Microsoft employs about 221,000 workers, so the global cuts amount to about 4.5% of the global workforce. With the cuts, Microsoft joins a string of other tech giants who pulled back after several years of frenetic hiring to meet the pandemic-fueled surge in online services and you will get an in-depth report on that very subject with mr money talk at the end of the show joe in 1862 president lincoln signed into law a revenue raising measure 
to help pay for Civil War expenses. Mm -hmm. The measure created a Commissioner of Internal Revenue and the nation's first income tax. It levied a 3% tax on incomes between $600 and $10,000 and a 5% tax on incomes of more than ten thousand oh dollars. Well, that's how it it's, started. It's gone up a bit since then. I, yeah, I think bit. it's higher than that <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> Alec Baldwin and armor Hannah Gutierrez Reed will face criminal charges for that fatal shooting on the set of the film Rust. That was announced this morning, close to sixteen months after Baldwin took the life of uh, Hutchins, Helena Hutchins, cinematographer, and wounded the movie's director with a loaded gun on the set. The charges uh, will move forward. They'll be filed by the end of the month. Baldwin and Gutierrez Reed will each be charged with two counts of involuntary manslaughter, heading toward a hearing before a state judge and then a jury trial. The first charge is a fourth-degree felony, sentencing of up to eighteen months in jail and a five thousand dollar fine. The second charge, formally an involuntary manslaughter in the commission of a lawful act charge, is also a fourth-degree felony, punishable by up to 18 months in jail and up to a $5,000 fine. Well, John, well, uh, what else do you got? Well, let me, I, I, let me, I got a music one, so let's I'd do like this. I'd like that. Part. I love your music ones. We, we have the inductees for this year's class into the Songwriters Hall of Fame. Hey, we don't we don't carry on with this one the way we do with the rock. No, it's the Hall of Fame. No, no, I'll, I'll just let you know who they are. I believe yeah, that was an instruction from songwriting. Them. Very important, of course. Obviously, sure. yeah. Uh, we have uh, Glenn Ballard, who's been around forever. He's written with no! everyone. No, he's that. That should be a yes. He's he's written with everyone <laughs> for the last forty years. Yeah, I'll fight you on this one. <laughs> we got we got Snoop. Snoop Dogg. No. Uh, oh, Calvin, yeah. Calvin Broaddus Jr., of course, is his Snoop real is name. Well what is these animals? What and is to back animals? up on off of that S. <laughs> Careful. Uh, we have uh, Sade. Who, uh, yes. I yes. love Sade. You don't like Sade? Sade is hot. Hell? Who's I the like, one on the show like that her. called her Sade? Oh, God. Probably probably Tommy Patrick. Different. Who is Sade? Is she related to Shakara? John, uh, sweetest, sweetest taboo is. Oh my God! Me. If you've ever ah, seen the video, ever it's ever, yeah. And smooth operator is a great song. Also, okay, and, okay. And your love is king is a great song. Also, uh, I could go you on. You used to right play Shade on this radio show. Shade. No, she's got more than two hits, Joe. <laughs> uh, also, list <laughs> Gloria Estefan. Oh God! What? I, I suppose. I, I mean, I guess whatever. Uh, Jeff Lynn, I'm surprised he's not already there. Okay, yeah. I'll give you that he's one. He's funny looking. He's funny looking. He's funny looking. He's just got curly hair. Funny how, like I'm a clown. What's the, That's what's the way his hair grows out of his head, John. Yes. Well, Let's what's not wrong discriminate. With yeah. Well, it's curly. I I didn't say he was funny looking. Teddy Riley. Who is he? Uh, he's an R&B writer. He's written with uh, stuff for Bobby Brown, Michael Jackson. Uh, no! Other guys. Oh, my God. <laughs> and last but not least, Liz Rose, who's a, uh, she's a country uh, writer. She's written stuff for uh, all sorts of people. Kenny Chesney, Myron Morris. She's written with Taylor Swift, uh, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Thank so you, sir. She's responsible for what has become of the country music industry. I say no yeah, to I, her. I Thank you. We'll be back. In a I'm glad we didn't debate those. Nine. I think we should. Let's go. Nada. Let's start, start over. Do what now? If I tell you. If I tell you. So why are you going to Royce's deal? <clears throat> Will you keep on? Yeah, Rook. Because screw him. 
Yeah, I don't think it? I am either. Sorry. <laughs> what? When is it? A week from tonight. It's oh yeah, next Thursday. Uh, because I'll probably have to get up at four in the morning. Hmm. Well, it's uh, I would. I'm not boycotting it. I would. Isn't I it am. at like seven o'clock? Yeah, get home. It's at really early. Oh, Ten o'clock to get up at four. Because usually Thursday and Friday, I've got to get up at uh, be there at five. Rook, I spoiled myself today. I hit the snooze for 30 minutes until it was 4.30. Then I got up. Um, Didn't your, help at all. Your ears must have been ringing because I just outright say uh, set my alarm at 4.30 today, oh. and it scared the crap out of both of us. And uh, then I did get up and made it in by 5. The uh, roads were not bad. I am going right back to bed the second I get home this afternoon. I have to go back to work. I'm not feeling uh, feeling it. Not feeling it. How much snow did we get? Is there uh It depends Gabe what part of the metro the you're on. I got about half a foot. Gabe can handle the shovel. We just got like a couple three. Nothing drastic. Yeah. But south of me. What about the curtains? South of me got <laughs> almost ten. <laughs> Thanks, Rick. Okay. Yep. <laughs> If I tell you. Hey, not make it. are you ready? Reavers. Yes, sir. This thing's going to be needed. <clears throat> That's a hard rim shot. <laughs> Helen Fulisade Adu. She's 64. 64. Itaban, Nigeria. If you get a chance, what about it? look at her video of, uh, I don't remember what she's. Sweetest Taboo. Is that what it is? There's a bunch of them that are great. But the first three albums are wonderful. What are you talking about? Shade. Shade. She's 64? Yeah. Well, that was the 80s, Joe, when she had her hits. I mean, we're all getting older, Joe. 80s was a long time ago, John. All getting older, aren't we? I guess so. Let's go here. Hold on. Do you guys need a 1,000th podcast ticket? No. Nope. <laughs> it was in my backpack. Uh, Let's go. Oh, man. Come what on. time is it? It's one sixteen. One sixteen. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I do have to mail directly. Okay. If I tell you. Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Souchere. Is this Dylan? Yes. Huh? Yeah. So a guy and his wife were out golfing. (laughs) 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 And then? Yeah. And the guy's tee shot landed behind a tree. Oh, no. And just as he was getting ready to chip it back onto the fairway, his wife said, man, you can clear that tree, honey. Go for it. Hmm. The guy says, okay. He swung away. The ball bounced off the tree straight back and hit his wife in the forehead, and she died instantly. Oh, what are you telling this for on Positive Thursday? Well, a few years later, a few years later, the guy was remarried, and he was out golfing with his new bride sure he teed off and the ball landed behind a tree oh just as he was getting ready to chip it back onto the fairway his wife said you can clear that tree honey go for yeah. it mm. same thing and he said no way i'm never doing that again i don't even like to talk about it biggest tragedy tragedy in my entire life i'm never making that horrible mistake again and the new wife said oh my god honey i'm sorry that sounds terrible what happened the guy said i ended up taking an eight <laughs> see, uh, she's not dead. I'm just you know, I did not see that one coming. I didn't so either. I was, I was just blindsided by that one. Surprise ending. 
That sounded like hyperbole. Almost uh, no, like I just wanted you to meet some friends. Greg almost wants like to, the joke, the aristocrats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Greg wants to correct us. Hello again. When I heard the story on the show about the man in the mall being allegedly singled out and kicked out of the mall for wearing a Jesus Save shirt, I must admit I disagree with the position on the show. You noted that only Alpha News seemed to be covering the story, as well as Glenn Beck's outlet, The Blaze. Reading the coverage of those two sites, it was clear to me that they had a fairly obvious tone and bent to their coverage, which is singling out one aspect of the story and conveniently forgetting key information, which is important. The attached Snopes article explains these points. First off, the outlets neglected to mention the obverse of the shirt, which crossed out the phrase, coexist and replace it with the not-so-subtle Jesus is the only way. The man also said in the video that he wasn't preaching, but the stories did not mention that he had been given multiple notices and warnings from the mall numerous times for soliciting. More specifically, he had been to the mall several times, handing out gospel tracts, and absurdly claimed that he alone could have prevented the most recent shooting there by proselytizing to the suspects. Is this the kind of guy we want to throw our support behind? I certainly hope not. Please wait to look at the facts before immediately taking a stance on a story. It doesn't seem very GL to me. Good luck, Greg. All right. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. Yeah. We mentioned the T-shirt. Crossed out, yeah. In the crossed out. Yeah, but we didn't talk about in depth until we were done recording when I said the same thing that he just said there in the email. Really? As we didn't reason- do it on the air? No, we did it afterwards oh, as the reasoning that the mall might have uh, had. Only issues. because so they- the town council got exclusive coverage. Again. That's very good, Rook. They got their money's worth. Yes. Yep. Only because they come to us all the way from Marloth Park in Mpumalanga, South Africa, from the traveling Lymans at WorldwideWaftish.com. It was on this day. January 19th. In 1836, six students attended the opening of the Lake Harriet Mission School for the Dakota, founded by the Reverend Jebediah D. Stevens. The school was sponsored by the Presbyterian Missions Board and taught by the founder's niece, Lucy Stevens, in a cabin built by Gideon H. and Samuel W. Pond. Hmm. On this day in 1862... January 19th. Seeing battle for the first time and suffering 45 casualties, the 2nd Minnesota Regiment played a key role in the Union victory at Logan's Crossroads, Kentucky. Hmm. Why should Minnesota, who sent young men to die in the Civil War and never was a slavery state, why should there be any reparation talk at all in this state? There should. Outright. On this day in 1928. 119. Katagiri Roshi was born in Osaka, Japan. A Zen Buddhist abbot and teacher, Roshi moved to Minnesota in December of 1972 and found the Minnesota Zen Meditation Center located in Minneapolis near Lake Calhoun. Hmm. I'm not saying, but they make a ska. Mm-hmm. I will. That's your prerogative. Yeah. And finally, on this day in 1935. Uh, I believe today, Joe, is January 19th. Hey. Well, that's the sound of how you My God. <laughs> what? <laughs> what, just, what just happened? What was that? Yeah. Natalie <laughs> Tippy Hedron. Tippy, yep. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Tippy Hedron. <laughs> 
Tippy, you two tippy, are tippy, regular Abbott oh. Costello. Natalie Tippy Hedren, <laughs> who later starred in the Alfred, Alfred Hitchcock movie The Birds, was born where? Um, Elk River, Minnesota. No. Marable. Calls Kenny. New Ulm, but John, New you Olam. looked it up, so if you don't count. I did look it up. You're right. I'm looking you at her. New Ulm. Tippy Hedren. New Ulm. Good looking gal. Yes, right. New Ulm. You know, the the face that you made to Rookie to simulate that noise, it looked like Joe said, have a stroke. I think it was was he choking. Have a stroke. I'll call an ambulance, but I'm not giving you mouth to mouth. How about a bambulance? Is he drinking at Something in his teeth? flirting with me? What is he doing? Oh, my God, help me. No, it was just for real. Joe, now you make the sound. You make the sound. No, don't make that sound. Oh my God! Are you gargling? Tippy's turning over in her grave right now. I think Tippy's still with us. John, I'm looking right now. You're just about to hit the out. She is still alive at age 93. I'm sorry, Tippy. I did not mean to kill you off. Like who was she with in the Birds? Who was the Suzanne Plachette? Yeah, Suzanne Plachette. Oh, I was always a Suzanne Plachette fan. She had that great raspy voice. Suzanne okay, I love Suzanne. Was she married to Bob Newhart in the show? No, they were. Well, yes, I mean, on, on the, the show. show. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but not in real life. <laughs> what are you, a no, he's doing the Mexican hat dance now is what he's doing. <laughs> YouTube, Facebook, oh, yeah. wow. Instagram, do it all. Down or council, don't, I don't spread care. Spread the word. And all those GLers that said hello to me at the airport, thank you for listening to the podcast. Appreciate it. Are you Here's the rookie? Airport Cha today. Steve, the wallpaper guy. A couple I met going through security. Bill. Are they really listeners or are they just trying to get a better seat? I think they're trying to get a better seat. Okay. No, no, these guys. The guy that was the uh, wallpaper hanger, you went out and met him before. His name is Steve. He was super happy Where to meet him. Where did I meet him? Here at Howard. Oh. <laughs> he Somehow. Have, uh, he was putting up uh, wallpaper here. Does and, he have uh, one arm? Uh, he was very busy, yes. He didn't have a little mustache, though. Uh, he didn't. Like uh, Chef Boyardee? Yeah. Wasn't Hitler a wallpaper guy? Didn't he hang wallpaper? Hitler? Yeah, I think so. Didn't he? Didn't he like to watch people? Hey, Jesus, you guys. Did Hitler oh my hang God. wallpaper? Mishki told me that once. Dred Scott lived in Fort Snelling. Ready, Reeves? No, nope. there's a disagreement, Joe, as to whether he ever worked applying wallpaper or not. Okay, several that was Tony Soprano cover-up job. Several people who uh, knew him said he did, but other. I'm ready, said, Joe. No. Uh, Tippy Hedren. Al Gore goes crazy at the World Economic Summit in Switzerland. I've hung wallpaper before. It's not that tough. Whoa. Economic what? Summit? Sloppy. Mm-hmm. Or what do we call it? For- Sloppy, it forum. exactly. Yep. Whatever. Forum's I think, fine. I think it's forum. Easier to spell. F-O-R-U-M. Yeah. In Switzerland. Mm-hmm. Okay. Not crazy. He goes crazy. That's with a C, not a G. Okay. Governor Walls. Yep. Not only intends to increase education spending, comma, Spending, comma. Yep. 
but also wants to create a new yep and redundant redundant yep state agency do i capitalize state no no agency comma oh, comma yep the department of children period okay mm -hmm. john height bing bang boom what are you gonna write about i don't know i think i'll write about this the what? uh that increased education spending. Jesus. Well, that's a sexy topic. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Either that or a standalone uh, Bobcats. Johnny, will God, you um, get one? Johnny, will you send me news stories? I will. Uh, before we leave, will you open that thing I sent you just to make sure it looks okay? Uh, Mary answered me. She said, yeah, just put it as a, a, a line. What's the name oh, of that outfit, Kenny, that advertises with us? Tri State. Yes, sir. I got to look it up. I don't have access to my email. Did they got a website that would show me the stand up Bobcat? <laughs> Yeah, I'll why don't you uh, call uh, the Roseville location and uh, ask Figure for, you know what, I'll send you a contact. All right. Chris, should I send it to someone else? Or? Nope, nope, I'll have her, uh, I'll get her, I'll get her. God, would that be You fun? sure? Yep. I, 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 get I have to get it done. I this have to get it done. a large check, Chris, I want to get paid. <laughs> I'm just kidding, just, you know. You, know. you get her done, huh? I will. Get her done. I have to, because I need, I need my email. I, I haven't had, I de de def def definitely. Yeah, I don't have email Chris, either. So yeah. that thing you explained to us about a program sending you notifications—yeah, that sounded like turn off every that sounds like I bullshit. know I normally do. Or do you need to see? Them? I had to have it on. Maybe you need to see them in real time. See what in real time? Whatever they're sending you. Huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that doesn't make any sense. The no noises, one. Noises. The boop boop boop. No, it's <laughs> Hitler liked to watch people poop. What the? Okay, great. What the hell? Yeah. So did Ironside. Really? Yeah. You're, are you the one that told me that? Somebody told me that. I couldn't remember yeah. who. Under a glass coffee table. Okay. Good God. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. That's like that's enough for the. Uh, Why would you need the, the coffee ten, table? They're ten dollars a day or whatever it is a month. All right, I gotta go, John. Two o'clock appointment. See you guys. Well, yeah, uh, oh, I'm sorry, Chris. Uh, yeah, I uh, uh, see you, Rook. Uh, Chris, am I sending this to your email, man? Okay, um, um, I'll I'll text you. And you want me to send so them back on the text? Yeah, no, you no, fries? you want me to text? You know how you get my? Uh, <laughs> you know how you get that link from me every day? Uh, yeah, yeah, I, 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 yeah. Send it to phone? that email. What? What are, you, what are you talking about? Holy <laughs> effing Christ. Don't. The email I see where you send me the yes, StreamYard connection. Please send it to that one. Well, should I send my... Uh, 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 John, why do you have to, to be... Why do you have to be so pedantic? Pedantic. Should I send that Are you to having me? a stroke? How is I this think, that complicated? I think I am. So should I send my timesheet to that one too? Yes. So send both John. the stories... And the timesheet to that Are one. Are you doing this on purpose? Yeah, I think he is. I might be at this point. <laughs> see you, Joe. See you, Rook. See you, Joe. See you, everybody. I'll see you Monday. I can't say see you Tuesday, Flip Wilson, anymore. I'm kind of bummed. Well, you can do it on Monday. I see you, Flip Wilson, see you Monday? No, you can do it on Monday. Oh, I can say it Monday. I got you. Holy balls. John, are you okay? You are dying, aren't you? That's where you're getting rid of all your stuff. <laughs> What are you getting rid of? He has a bunch of Some twin stuff. Twin he asked stuff. me if I wanted, and I said, "Are you dying? You better not be dying." I'm getting rid of everything, baby. Rid of stuff. 
The only problem all those bob bobbleheads. What do I do with all? Oh, those? I got rid of all those. I sold all those to a guy who sells them. Sold all really worth them. about a quarter a piece. I think he gave me 125 actually for all the ones I had. Something like that. 110, 125, somewhere around there. Huh. Dee, 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 dee. I didn't have to do anything either. He came Remember when we used to be tight and the twins used to send us stuff all the time? That was cool. Yeah, that was great. I still have my backpack. I use it. Look it. Remember when we got these? Vaguely, but I think I, I love him, this backpack. I think Dylan used it for a while and then kind of wore out or oh, something. I don't know. If you travel, it's fantastic. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Because it's got a sleeve for just your laptop. That is easy to get in and out. It's it's great. I love this backpack. Oh, I see. Uh huh. Oh, uh huh. Got a lot yeah. of compartments. <laughs> the hell stories did I do? Why can't I see any of them on here? Okay. Oh, there we go. There's one. We can use that one. <laughs> hey, should I send these on the mail then? That no, never mind. Never mind. Bye, Kenny. Kenny's leaving. <laughs> Kenny's gonna go take a nap now. I'll probably take a little nap later. I was going to ask you something. What was I going to ask you? Me? Yeah. Me, me, me. There was a baseball question I had for you. God, it's almost baseball time, which is so good. U.S. Bank Stadium considered one of the ugliest buildings in America. I agree. I think it's hideous. Yeah, I don't. I, I have no opinion. I'm one of those guys. Eh, I don't care. I mean, it's it's cool, obviously, but it, it it's very ugly. I don't know that I'll ever be in it. I don't know. It'd have to be a concert, probably, because I'll never go see the Vikings. I wouldn't. Uh, I wouldn't waste your money. Well, I don't know. Nobody I would want to see would play there. I've so. been to two shows there. And, nah. All right. See you, Rook. See you, Rook. I had tickets to see the Stones when they canceled when COVID. Uh, no, I went to that show. Yeah, but the first member it was postponed. Oh, that's right. That's I had right. Tickets for the first time and just turned them in after that. Did I tell you how I got that ticket? Uh, yeah. Didn't you say you went on uh, whatever and it was cheap? Well, it was the day of because it was a Sunday night, was it not? Uh, I I just I remember know. we because we were home all day and this would have been would this have been back in the bartending days? Uh, maybe not. I don't think so. It wasn't that long ago. Was it, it? it was post COVID, right? But post lockdown. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, it was, it was a Sunday night and I get, you know, I get notifications from StubHub. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, Hey, you might be interested in, and it said Rolling Stone, like 50 bucks. Like what the hell? So I just casually glanced at it and there was one ticket in the lower deck, the day yeah, of the event for 50 right. bucks. Yeah. I went, you gotta be shitting me. Yeah, and so I said, I said, Hey, are you okay? She goes, I don't give a damn. We're all going to be in bed anyway. So I said, screw it. I bought one ticket. Uh, we put the boys to bed. I left my house at what, 7.45, and I got there a song or two in, stayed for an hour, and left. It was great. <laughs> well, you know, for I, 50 I, bucks, I, I got I to see the I won't make stones. any remarks about you leaving early. <laughs> well, I just wanted to see, you know, I wasn't going to go for the whole show. <laughs> Shut up, John. <laughs> I find it amusing. I'm sorry. Why? I, I find it amusing. Uh, okay, I'm now going to send you the stories, and then I will send you a separate email where I attach my. Although I could just attach it. To, can you handle that if as I as long as the, the as thing? long as your timesheet is its own JPEG? Yeah, it is. Or you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, own, it's a PDF actually. Yeah, its own PDF. Then it, I'm that's totally fine. 
I just attached it to the same one. Okay. Okay. That's totally so make, fine. make sure you open the attachment. Sort of. And I'll turn make. your time card in like three weeks, right? <laughs> Let me, I can, when you, if you get a minute there, will you open it? Just tell me what it looks like. Cause it's all new. It's all new, Chris. Okay. This it's really true. bugs me. I saved it just so I would remember to ask you about it when we were done recording the show. So nobody yelled at me for bringing up baseball during a break. Chris, we never yell at you. I don't know what you're talking about. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, I'm amused. Okay. I just sent it. So you should get it pretty quick. When you do get it, see oh, if you can open the timesheet. They have the, oh, this is so sad. Well, I don't want to hear it then. What? <laughs> you know, the kid that was arrested for going down to Georgia with his mom. Yeah. They have, they have a picture of him as a second grader in 2013. He's a star of our next. Oh, the kid that was arrested yes. for the shooting. Why yes. do they have a, a second grade picture? It's, a, it's an old photo of him with his teacher saying he's a star, a star reader. And it's like, he's got a big smile on his face. Oh God. That shit just breaks my heart. That's is that in the news story? Somewhere? No, it's, it's from crime oh. watch. Oh, got it. Uh, crime I'm sure they just, watch. they just probably searched his name and this came up. Yeah. But he was in second grade in 2013, and now he's going to prison. Well, that'll happen. Then did I, you uh, say his mom is 30? No. Uh, the Yeah, I know. It was confusing the way it was written. Uh, the the woman. That he was. I in. can't remember the thing, because I thought the same thing when I read it, and then I reread it and realized somebody else was 30. I don't remember who. Oh, it's oh the, the other person arrested. Remember, there was a 30-year-old and a 17-year-old with him in Georgia. They were arrested, but his oh, mom okay. his mom was still up here. She got arrested here because she had driven him down and driven back. So, okay. Yeah. Chris, gotcha. did you open that yet? Chris, Chris, did you open it? Come on, open it. Let me see if it looks all right. Chris, Chris, Chris. I'm going to wait so that way you have to sit here and talk baseball with me. Well, I'm not. I got nowhere to be. I don't care. Um, I can sit here. Okay, I need to open up my Gmail, and if I open should be up the attachment. that, there should be an attachment. Hey, there's a message from John. <laughs> John who? Whom? Uh, John who? Okay, I got your three stories, and I got your attachment. Yep, I got and it. And how's the, the attachment look all right? It Did you says, it? there's one from Dylan. <laughs> what? Yeah, it says Dylan G. Height. What are you talking about? The thing I you sent, sent you Dylan's? Yeah. I didn't send you mine? It says Dylan Height, request for taxpayer identification number. Jesus, you, you can delete that. I'll be sending you the correct one in just a moment as soon as I find out which one it is. I thought I sent you the. Thank God we checked. I See, if you hadn't checked, you'd open it and turn that in, and Mary would have gone, I already got this. <laughs> and then and then, and then, then you, I would have said, well, it's John's fault. All right, so it's uh, let's see, it's uh, three zero one one nine number two. Okay, so I'll send that now, and then then you have to open that one too. Okay, hold on, I got to make sure that these links work. I bet the GLers are really really happy. They yeah, this is thrilling. This is thrilling stuff. I'm sure. <laughs> How much did you folks pay for this? Sorry. Uh, okay, does that work? If I go like that, save, boom, boom, out go the lights. All of the lights. Da, 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 da. Boy, it's too bad he's crazy because that dude can write a song. Who are we talking about? I, I was singing Out Go the Lights by Pat Travers. <laughs> what were you singing? 
All of the Lights by Kanye West. Oh, that's yeah, a great he's, tune. He's beyond crazy. He's pretty he's, talented uh, though, but he's but he's BS crazy. Bad yeah. shit. He is. Did he you get is. married again? Did I read? Really? I don't I think know. So. All right, twenty. Oh, I did. I sent you Dylan's. Hi, <laughs> I'm dumb. Hi, dumb. My, my name are John. All right, and then I don't. I don't. Uh, yeah. Okay. Okay. I just sent you a new one, so savage you should get couple. it. Oh, this is the mugshot of that savage couple. Yeah. There's, you know. They're sovereign, you know. They're hillbillies. Come on. How can I? How, how can you? Yeah. How do I phrase this? I well, that's know. right. I probably shouldn't call them hillbillies. We're still recording it. Right? Nah, that's fine. Well, they but are hillbillies. How can you? You have. You, I'm sorry. I just. I'll, I'm not going to say anything. Okay. Open the other one out, Chris. 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 Open the other one, Chris. 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 Save. Chris. There. That's done. Upload image. Specify clean. I just got to get the show posted, John, and then that's I'll, fine. Yeah, and then I'll fine. worry about your piddly little time card. Okay, <laughs> that's there. We're saving that. You see what I got to deal with, GLers? Audio processing. Okay, now that's done. I'm going to go back to Gmail. Hey, I got an email from John. John, All right. attachment, freelance invoice, John Height, eight five zero. Yeah, is that there? It's there. Everything looks it's good. There. You can I'm print that. Print. Hold on, don't go in. anywhere. I'm gonna see if it's. Oh, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, I'm gonna see if it's in my on my printer. My printer. Hey, do you need a ticket? I got a ticket for the thousandth <laughs> podcast. No, no, thanks. Yep, we're good to go, Johnny. It's good. So wait, do I have to do anything for Dylan? No, those Mary's Ross. I had to send those to Ross. Got it. So Mary's already got everything for Dylan and Stephen. So I can delete that. And yeah, yeah, you didn't need to. I, okay. I shouldn't have sent that. It's okay. Johnny Cueto signed with the Marlins. Yep. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. Did not know that he actually pitched pretty well last year, much to my surprise. Um. That was he gonna ask you. Oh, oh wow buccaneers did you see that what they fired but, byron leftwich yeah and a bunch of other coaches well everybody that, they fired hope, everybody including bulls not bulls but every uh, there's 10 coaches listed here that they fired all offensive um, offensive coordinator, left foot specialist coach, Chris Boniel, wide receivers coach, offensive quality coach, assistant defensive line coach, running backs coach, quarterbacks coach, senior offensive assistant coach, and outside linebackers coach. Oh, wait, several of those have decided to retire. Huh. The rest they let go. I sure hope they're not doing all of this in an attempt to keep Brady around. Um, did you watch that game? Because he can't play anymore. Did you see that first half? And I, throws? Yeah, what I, in I'm, the hell? I'm one of the biggest Brady fans, and I like that he still plays because he's older than me. So <laughs> I'm a fan, but again, and I'm I, you know I've I've admired him, but he can't play anymore. It's just he physically can't do the job. The uh, the throws in the first half, I kept thinking they were getting tipped at the line, and then they'd show a replay, and no, they were no, just he's just whatever the hell was happening. Yeah, and I've never disliked him either. I have like a brother who just hates the hell out of him for some reason. I don't huh. know why. Jealous, maybe. I have no idea. 
but uh yeah i uh, i've always liked him so um but yes. he's going to end up convincing some other team to give him a shot which okay you know but it's it, I, trust me your body says, "Hey, dipshit, you can't throw it that far anymore." I, <laughs> I don't care. Well, how he much. actually looked good in the second half, but it was a little late at that point. No, he, he just a little late. To... late. I, I, well, whatever. It's I'm not. I, what am I? Who am I to tell Tom Brady what to do? Yeah, see, Royce headed to Costco with a list. Pray for me, please. Oh God. Yeah, that's uh, Dill's Costco. <laughs> Which one is that? St. Louis Park. Oh, God. that's where he goes. Isn't that where Pat goes? Yeah, I would assume. Normally. Isn't yeah, that that's where Dill's is that, working? Is that the one that you worked at? It's the one I worked at too. Oh, yeah. No, thank you. Yeah, but I worked in the gas station, so I never had to deal with the. Although the gas station was always packed, packed. <laughs> uh, videos on Twitter are funny. <laughs> Uh, okay. That's the, oh wait, that's the savage story. Got it. Got it. Do you hear an echo when I talk or is it just on my end? I think it must just be on your end. Good. Cause when I, it's just, and it's real slight. So I'm reading news and I kept hearing it and I thought, God, I hope that's not on the broadcast. No, the broadcast. I, would, I would say something if I heard anything. Yeah. That's what I figured. That's what I figured. Oh yeah, we had uh, so we have some Anoka High School kids who yeah, I've always shoveled, right? Yep. When we had that big storm last month, they stopped by and said, "You want us to shovel?" Well, thirty bucks. Okay, sure. They shoveled. Now they called us again today. They said, "We we noticed your roof is uh, full." I he said, "I said, yeah, we're going to get to it." And he goes, "We'll do that and your driveway." And I think it was, they talked to Lori, I don't know, but it was like 70 bucks or something. I said, yeah, sure. Come out and do it. So I don't have to go shovel and Dill's got to work. So he can't shovel. Huh. So, uh, high school kids and everything was sir. And, you know, it was like, wow, oh, there you go. what the hell's going on here? Real nice, uh, real nice fellas. Yeah. I, uh, I was going to get a snowblower this year and I didn't, but then. But then my next door neighbor, when I got home, I was, I'm just dreading, I'm going home and I'm thinking, oh God, I got to take care of the damn driveway when I get home and I get home and it's clean. I thought, oh, Rob, you <laughs> son of a gun. Fantastic. <laughs> the guy who used to live across the street used to come and do my hump with the snowblower. So I oh, wouldn't yeah. have to, you know, I just had to, you've, you've been at my house. All oh, I got yeah. is. All we have is the driveway. There's no sidewalk. All you guts. Yeah. And the side or the driveway, you know, 20 minutes, boom, bing, bang, boom, done. And didn't have to do the hump because he did it, but then he moved. Oh, no. <laughs> so now, yeah, the hump uh, I have to do, which sucks. I'm way too old for that stuff. Way too old. I just, I get why people move to Florida. Yep. I, uh, and I always thought, I always thought when I was a kid, this was just, old people being stupid saying, Hey, it's going to rain or it's going to snow. Cause I hurt last night, my shoulders and back oh, felt yeah. like somebody was beating the hell out of me. And I know it had <laughs> to be from, I put on about half a bottle of icy hot. Really? It had, it had to be from the snow. I don't know what else it would have been from. <laughs> I was, I felt old. I felt old. Well, John, I am old. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm aware. 
I'm really mad that I can't find. I thought I saved the story I was going to ask you about. I'm really mad that I forgot. Oh, oh excuse well. me. Yeah, I have to put notes in my phone, otherwise I forget stuff. So there you go. Chris, I'm going to yep. go now. I got to finish doing this. All right. I will. I will. Uh, Monday. 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 Flip Wilson. <laughs> Monday, Flip Wilson. All right. We'll, see do, you, we'll just change the joke. Right on. All right. See you <laughs> see later. Ya.